What's up, everybody? This is your main man, Tyler, here with the Around the Bases podcast. Here to preview all 16 of the regionals for the NCAA tournament here this weekend. Looking forward to a lot of great action across all of ESPN networks and family of networks. So that having been said, let's just dive right into the first regional, the 16-seed Orlando Regional. And the opening game there at 3.30 on ESPN Plus is Michigan-South Dakota State. Now, if you're looking for a three-seed that can pull off a James Madison-type run from last year, I would say South Dakota State, but they would have to go to Oklahoma in the Super Regional, and that's uh, just not probably not going to happen. Um, but... Uh, the Jackrabbits would certainly be the place I would start. Now, this should be a great pitching matchup between either Alex Straco and Megan Bobian in the circle for Michigan and Tori Nietzsche in the circle for the Jackrabbits. It also should be a great duel between the Michigan lineup and South Dakota State's best hitter, Kylie Halverson. Ultimately, Michigan is going to win this game in my mind, but don't be surprised if the Jackrabbits pull off the upset here and do something crazy. Then at roughly 6 o'clock on ESPN+, Plus, if the weather decides to behave, Villanova will be at Central Florida, or UCF. I'm intrigued to see how Paige Rowell handles such a potent offense that Central Florida has. The biggest question is, can she put this team on her back and lead them to an upset in this game? And I'll come to that here in just a second. But I'm also excited to see Gianna Mancha here in in the circle for Central Florida. Now they have Kama Woodall, who is another good pitcher. And they have another uh, uh, several options that are behind Gianna Mancha. But in my mind, Gianna Mancha is the ace of the staff and should be relied on the most in the tournament. Now, I believe Central Florida will win this game on their field. But again, don't be surprised if the Villanova Wildcats spring an upset here. I mentioned it on uh, on my Selection Sunday recap uh, reaction show episode. I wouldn't be shocked if all four of these teams could win this regional, in my opinion. Um, but it, those are two very fantastic matchups to start um, a regional with. So I'm looking forward very much to seeing how that plays out. Um, let's move ahead to the 15 seed Columbia regional. Uh, And starting at 2 o'clock on SEC Network, Missouri State will be at Missouri. So an in-state game. And as as much as I would like to see the in-state team pull the upset here, Missouri's pitching staff is too deep behind Lauren Krings. Um, I think the other pitcher is Mackenzie Weber. I might be wrong on that, um, but... Their lineup is also firing in all cylinders, sans the SEC championship game. All in all, I'm pretty confident in the in Missouri's chances of taking down the Lady Bears on their home field. 
Now at 4.30, roughly, on ESPN+, Plus, we have Arizona-Illinois. I I haven't been impressed by Arizona at all this year, and I think that has been well documented throughout this podcast this season. Um, and that having been said, I think Sidney Sickles should be able to contain the Arizona offense enough for Illinois to pull off the win in this game. Um, setting up a Missouri-Illinois rematch um, where Missouri actually swept a doubleheader at Illinois earlier in the season. Uh, that would set up a rematch in the winning or in the winner's bracket. Um, so those are the two I like there in the Columbia Regional. Until Arizona does something spectacular, I just don't see them being a factor in this tournament. Uh, that's that's just how I f- feel on the matter. Um, but let's move on to the 14 seed Gainesville Regional. Uh, starting at 2 o'clock on ESPNU, we got Georgia Tech-Wisconsin. Very intriguing matchup. And I'm very excited to see Blake Nelliman face Kayla Conwent in this game. The Georgia Tech pitcher versus the Wisconsin batter. Now, while I don't think that will be the deciding factor in this game, I think it's a matchup you should be excited about as a fan of softball in general. Because that's... It's one of those immovable objects um, going against an unstoppable force type of deals, and it's going to be very intriguing to watch them battle it out for a couple, maybe three at-bats. Ultimately, Georgia Tech has done enough this season to, in my mind, for them to come away with this victory, so I will take the Yellow Jackets here. At roughly 4.30 on ESPN+, Plus, you got Canisius at Florida. I don't see Canisius putting up a fight here. I think Florida will end up using the run rule to win this game. Now, despite their inconsistencies throughout the season, their pitching staff is deep with Natalie Lugo, Elizabeth Hightower, um, Riley Trilicek, and their lineup is stacked full of hitters that I know can get the job done. So I will take the Florida Gators on their home field. Moving on to the 13-seed Seattle Regional, where at 5.30 on Longhorn Network, we will have Weber State, Texas. And I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, Texas should just run all over, should just destroy Weber State. Let's hold up on that. I think Weber State's going to give Texas a lot tougher fight than they expect. Or Mike White will have them, will have coached them up not to underestimate the Wildcats. But let's let's not forget that Texas had the only win against the best team in the country this year in Oklahoma at one time. So I know I can trust them at this point in the season to get by this Wildcats team in the opening game. Um, So I do like the Longhorns to get past the Wildcats, but don't be shocked if it's a much closer game than you're thinking. Now at roughly 8 o'clock ESPN+, um, we should have Lehigh at Washington. 
And Washington's offense can be slow at times this season, but Bing, Bailey Klingler is a finalist, a top three finalist for the softball player, excuse me, of the year. And she should lead them in this game. Um, and in Gabby Plain's final season at Washington, there's no way I see Washington losing this game at home to the Mountain Hawks. It's, it would be one of those upsets for the ages, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, moving on to the 12 seeded Durham Regional. Starting at noon on ESPNU, you got Georgia and Liberty. And I mentioned it on the Selection Sunday reaction uh, episode that when the bracket first came out, this matchup is immediately I penciled it down as the best opening matchup in the entire NCAA tournament or in th- throughout every regional. The fight between Emily Kirby, the A-Sun Pitcher of the Year, and Georgia's explosive offense is going to be absolutely crazy. This should be a fantastic game. All that having been said, I think Georgia's offense will be enough to get past Liberty to get the W here. Now, at roughly 2.30 on ESPN+, UMBC will take on the host Duke. If Courtney Coppersmith and, if needed, Kaya Matter can bring their best stuff there in the circle, then Duke could be on upset alert here. Now, Duke's offense is in the top five statistically in several categories, so their offense is really good, which I think will be enough to get them past this game. And plus, Duke's pitching staff is going to shut down UMBC's offense. UMBC doesn't have the firepower in their lineup to be able to take down Duke. That's why if UMBC is going to pull off the upset, they're going to have to shut down Duke's offense instead of scoring a lot of runs because that's not what they do. Uh, But moving on to the 11 seed Knoxville Regional. At 4 o'clock on ESPN+, Plus, you got Oregon State, Ohio State. And this is an intriguing matchup as well. I like what Auburn transfer Lexi Hanley has brought into the circle. And I like what she brings to the circle in this particular showdown against Frankie Hamoudi and the rest of the Oregon State offense. I like Oregon State. I like Mariah Maison. I like Frankie Hamoudi. Um, but ultimately, I think Lexi Hanley and Ohio State will get the job done and advance in the winner's bracket. Now, at 6.30, roughly, on ESPN+, Plus, Campbell will take on Tennessee. In my opinion, Ashley Rogers will dominate Campbell's lineup, and Tennessee's lineup will be able to hit Campbell's pitching. I'm not going to say this game ends in a, runs, in a run rule, but I think it will be close to that. Uh, I can't guarantee a run rule in this game, but I think it will be very close to that run rule. And we'll just have to see how it plays out. That's why they play the games. Um, moving on to the 10 seed Clemson Regional. At noon on ACC Network, you got UNC Wilmington at Clemson. And for UNC Wilmington's first time in the tournament, UNC Wilmington absolutely drew the wrong regional. Not like it was their choice, but 
Um, I think Valerie Cagle will completely shut them down on offense. And then Clemson's offense will do essentially what they want with the Seahawks pitching. So I very much like Clemson. Now at roughly 2.30 on ESPN+, another must-watch opening game goes down between Auburn and Louisiana. Um, biggest question here is can Maddie Penta shut down a prolific offense like Louisiana? We've seen her do it at times throughout the SEC this year. She's a huge strikeout volume pitcher. Um, but ultimately, I think what does Auburn in here is they don't have enough offense to stay in this game. So I believe Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns, will get the win in advance in the winner's bracket. Uh, moving on to the nine-seed Evanston Regional. At 2 o'clock on ESPN+, Plus, you got McNeese State going against Notre Dame. As a mid-major, or as a person that had went to a mid-major and was a part of a mid-major softball college softball program, I absolutely love McNeese State. They have shown the ability to give quality competition a tough ride, not only this season, but in, the, in recent memory. Um... And I expect nothing less here. As much as I want to pick the Fighting Irish to win this game, I think the Lady Cowgirls will steal the win. I think McNeese State will... I think Notre Dame's going to underestimate McNeese State, and McNeese State will take advantage of that and steal the victory. Now, at 4.30, roughly, on ESPN+, Plus, you got Oakland at Northwestern. Oakland has challenged teams at times this year. They've challenged Florida State. They've challenged Florida. Uh, they beat James Madison, even though they were in a down year. Um, but I think Danielle Williams and Rachel Lewis for Northwestern will carry them to a win here pretty easily. Um, I don't think there will be much closeness to their game, but you know that's why they play the game, and that's why it's always exciting when it comes to mayhem. Moving on to the 8-seed Temple Regional, at 8 o'clock on ESPN2, LSU will take on San Diego State. Very excited to see Maggie Ballant go against the LSU lineup. And I know this LSU offense can produce, but they haven't been consistent enough throughout the season. As much as I like the Aztecs, uh, not only to... Or not, I've li I've liked the Aztecs a lot throughout the season, but I'm going to take LSU to advance into the winners bracket from this game. Now at roughly 10:30 on ESPN Plus, Cal State Fullerton will take on the host Arizona State, and I think Cal State Fullerton is going to give Arizona State everything they can handle. Uh, but Sidney Sanders will have their lineup going for the Sun Devils, and I don't see the Sun Devils losing in Tempe in this game. After what happened in last year's tournament for Arizona State hosting and then Virginia Tech and BYU bouncing them from the tournament, I think Arizona State will have used that experience and will be able to draw on that to get the win here in the opening game. Moving on to the seven seed Stillwater Regional at six o'clock on ESPN Plus, you got North Texas and Nebraska. 
The resurgence of the Nebraska program has been really fun to watch as they are the Big Ten champions. I like Billy Andrews and Cam Ibarra in the 1-2 spot. I also think Nebraska has a great duo in the circle. Um, oh, God. I can't remember their names right offhand. Should have wrote them down. That's my fault. Uh, but I will take the Cornhuskers over the Mean Green here in the opening game. At 8.30 roughly on ESPN+, Plus, Fordham will be at Oklahoma State. This game has run rule written all over it for me. Between Kelly Maxwell and Miranda Ellish and all the other pitchers that Oklahoma State has, I don't see Fordham scoring many runs in this game. Plus, their lineup is really good too, so give me the Cowgirls to advance to the winner's bracket. Moving on to the six-seed Tuscaloosa Regional. At 4 o'clock on SEC Network, Chattanooga will be at Alabama. And this has Trap Game written all over it. Montana Fouts has not been the same pitcher that she was last year. I mean, she threw a perfect game in the Women's College World Series, for crying out loud. Um, the, but she hasn't been able to replicate that success this year because she's had to shoulder the load because Lexi Kilfoyle's been down and Jayla Torrance and all the other pitchers that they have haven't been carrying the weight that they're supposed to. Um, and their offense has been lacking at times this year. They play more small ball than a majority of teams nowadays. I still think Alabama wins the game, but I think it's closer than people think. Um, now at 6:30, roughly on ESPN Plus, Stanford will take down Murray State or take on Murray State. Uh, I like Alana Vauder and that Stanford pitching staff to shut down the Racers' offense and get the win and move on to face Alabama in the uh, winners bracket. Moving on to the four seed Los Angeles Regional. At 7.30 on ESPN+, Plus, uh, Loyola Marymount, LMU, will take on Ole Miss. I really want to believe that LMU can win this game, Loyola Marymount, um, but my gut is telling me to go for the SEC in this uh, SEC team in this case. I know what Loyola Marymount is capable of, but I just don't feel it's enough for this game specifically. Um, so give me the Rebels to take down Loyola Marymount. And then at roughly 10 o'clock on ESPN2, you got Grand Canyon at UCLA. Grand Canyon could be a sneaky four seed for UCLA to deal with, but ultimately UCLA has way too many weapons to overpower the Antelopes. Um, between Megan Framo, Holly Azevedo, Lexi Sosa, uh all the weapons that they have in their lineup that they can utilize, Maya Brady being one of them. Um, UCLA has way too much firepower to lose to the Antelopes, so give me UCLA. Moving on to the three-seed Fayetteville Regional. Uh, 6 o'clock on the SEC Network, Princeton at Arkansas. Arkansas will not be phased by their highest seed in school history, as they obliterate Princeton, thanks to the likes of Lenny Malkin and the rest of their dangerous lineup. So give me the Razorbacks. 8.30 ESPN+, Plus. you got the Oregon Ducks against the Wichita State Shockers. Another very interesting matchup. 
Can the Oregon pitching staff shut down one of the best offenses in the nation? Honestly, there's no hotter hitter in the country than Addison Barnard for Wichita State. So the conclusion that I've come to is that I'm hesitantly taking the Wichita State Shockers to win this game and advance into the winner's bracket. Now let's move on to the two, uh, three seed, excuse me, Blacksburg Regional. Oh, I might have messed up. Uh, sorry, UCLA is the five seed, Arkansas is the four seed. Excuse me. Uh, three seed, Virginia Tech, Blacksburg Regional. Two o'clock ACC Network. St. Francis will take on Virginia Tech. The only way I see St. Francis pulling an upset here is if Grace Vesco throws the game of her life in the circle. I don't see that happening with Virginia Tech's loaded lineup, so give me the Hokies to advance in the winner's bracket. And then at 4.30 on ESPN+, Plus, we have a very, very intriguing matchup between the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio and Kentucky. This matchup is intriguing because the Red Hawks already took down Kentucky once this year. And I know both teams are capable of taking down Virginia Tech. So I will be taking the Kentucky Wildcats, who will be out for revenge in this game, to get the job done and advance to face the Hokies in the winner's bracket game. And let's move on to the two-seed Tallahassee Regional. At 6 o'clock ESPNU, you got Mississippi State, South Florida. Can Georgina Cork stop the Mississippi State offense? She's the nation's leader in strikeouts. But the postseason is a lot more difficult than the regular season. Honestly, I don't trust South Florida's offense to be able to get the job done. So give me the Mississippi State Bulldogs to advance to the winner's bracket. And then Howard at Florida State at 8.30 roughly on ESPN+. Plus, I'll keep this one short and sweet. Florida State will run rule Howard. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but... Moving on to the last regional, number one seed, Norman Regional. At 5 o'clock on ESPN2, you got Minnesota Texas A&M. I haven't really liked from what I saw from Minnesota this season until they run-ruled Northwestern twice to win the series at home. And I also could say the same thing about Texas A&M. I didn't like what they were doing at all this season until they took the series with Alabama at home. Honestly, until that point, I didn't even think Texas A&M should be in the tournament. But here they are, nonetheless. Um, I, I Minnesota's been too inconsistent for me this season, so I'm going to take Texas A&M to win this matchup, and I like them just a little bit more than the Golden Gophers. Just a little bit. And then lastly... 7.30, ESPN+, Plus, Prairie View A&M, Oklahoma. Again, short and sweet, Oklahoma's going to obliterate Prairie View A&M. It's nice they were able to rally from starting 0-19 to this season, but you stepped up in competition a lot here, and I know they aren't ready for the difference in talent level that Oklahoma brings to the table. Oklahoma will run rule. It, honestly, it could be as bad as 20 to nothing, in my opinion. Um... <clears throat> But we'll just have to see how it plays out. That's the fun of mayhem. That's the fun of the NCAA tournament. We don't know for sure what's going to happen. And so enjoy all the games across ACC, SEC, Longhorn, 
yeah, ESPN two, um, ESPN plus, ESPN U. Enjoy all the games tomorrow in the, uh, to open up the NCAA tournament. It's going to be a great Friday. Looking forward to a little birthday softball tomorrow. Um, I will be back. Um, I will record an episode probably Saturday, early, early Saturday morning to recap everything that happened tomorrow. <clears throat> so, until then, have a great day tomorrow. Have a great day tomorrow, everybody. Enjoy the softball. Watch as much as you can. Until then, this is Tyler signing off with the Around the Bases podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you tomorrow. Good night.